0: this is Ashley and Maggie and you're listening to the watering hole a place where animals and animal enthusiasts regularly drink every episode we will talk about different animals and why they're cool from basic biology to the threats they face and what people are doing about it all will under the influence
1: Okay. So how are you? We're, whoa. I'm halfway through my
0: wine. That's how I am. <laughs> that's,
1: that's excellent. So I was excited to tell you, I haven't told you mm-hmm. all of the things that I'm on right now. Yeah. So first of all, we're drinking wine, yes. which is great. That's what we do. Perfect. Just before this, I had a cup of coffee. Perfect. It's like 8 p.m. So. It is. I've got a long night ahead of me. I've got a lot of work to do. Um... And I'm also on Tylenol for my back because I heard it in soccer last night. That is ancient. I'm also on Benadryl because I broke out in hives I yesterday. I saw that. So I, I also got injured in soccer with that sideburn we were talking about Ugh. last episode. You remember that? Yeah. My, my disgusting brush burn. It's still healing. I've been putting hydrogen peroxide and Neosporin on it every day. But that's been like a week. So. So on Monday, I decided I wanted to accelerate the healing process and I put aloe vera on it. Well, turns out I have developed an allergy or a skin irritation to aloe vera. My entire body was covered in red (gasps) spots. And so I went to the doctor and he's like, Yeah, you first of all have a disgusting scab on your leg. (laughs) Good good bedside manner right there. Uh, You're disgusting. So yeah, I'm on Benadryl, coffee, Tylenol, wine, and all of me is injured in some way, shape, or form. So he's doing great. I'm just falling apart at the seams. Apparently. So anyway, tonight I might, I might start speaking in tongues or I might just pass out in the middle of this episode. Perfect. That's just what I like to, you know, keep me on my toes.
0: Keep me on my toes. Yes. Yes. I am on wine and only wine tonight. Okay. I might... Heat up my mac and cheese halfway through this. That sounds great. We'll see how
1: it goes. Do your thing.
0: Yeah. But otherwise, you're having a good good day. Good. Your your yesterday yesterday was not so good. My yesterday was awful. Well, no. My yesterday was, like, good until I had, like, an eh time at work. And then I got home, and I had, like, 40 minutes before I had to be somewhere. It's First of all, it's rainy. I just want to curl up in a ball and, like, go to sleep or watch Netflix. But I have somewhere to be. And I get home. I go to change my shirt. My lens pops out of my glasses and then I have wire frames, and the wire frame like wraps around my bra strap. So <laughs> my glasses are attached to my bra strap. I'm like, what the hell? So my roommate very smartly, not a word says like, maybe you should wear your old glasses. So you don't break these at the thing you have to do. So I go and find my old glasses. I pull them off of this little hooky shelf and the shelf falls. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know who I've pissed off, but let's not do this. Then I go to the fridge to get a snack before I leave. And like, All of the Tupperware just shoots out of the fridge at me. (laughs) One of them falls on the floor and avocado goes everywhere. Granted, it was a pretty old avocado. So maybe that's the silver lining there. I don't know. But then I go to get my wallet out of my bag before I leave my work bag, which is a backpack. And uh, I have like a reusable coffee cup. And there was just, I swear to God, it was the tiniest bit of coffee, but my backpack was laying on its side, so it was everywhere. (laughs) My entire backpack was just sitting in this old coffee for God knows how long. And my roommate put it perfectly. She said, I think you kicked a witch on the Metro or something. You
1: must have, because that is just a series of unfortunate It
0: was, I was just like, I don't, I don't know who I pissed off. I don't know what I have to do. Who do I have to sacrifice to get past this? Um, I had to drive somewhere in the rain. My roommate was like, I don't. I don't know if you should be driving
1: or Wait, did you drive? I did. And you're okay to tell. I am the tale. okay. I
0: did have I'm very good at merging and I almost had like a merging incident and I was that made me really nervous. I did. But um I did have um I
1: ate as I was driving, which I don't recommend. I ate um a cashew yogurt. Uh is that as disgusting as cashew ice cream
0: no it was good i thought really yeah i got i love cashew milk that's what i drink these days yeah i, I was gonna say i try, got the cashew one and a coconut milk one because i just wanted it to like oh, try wait. Different. oh it's coconut Here. milk
1: it's that other c oh is that the F- one you nut what is a coconut a nut or is it a fruit i think it's a nut coconut <laughs> i think it's a fruit <laughs> But a cashew is definitely a nut. Yeah.
0: No, I I got one of each, and I tried the cashew. So this guy that I'm kind of seeing, he's
1: allergic to nuts. Oh no. All nuts. Oh no. And so the other night we came home, and for whatever reason I was just craving a glass of milk. But because I drink cashew milk now, I just took a big jug of it and like was slurping it right in front of him, and totally forgot. And I walk over to him, and he goes, "I hope you plan on brushing your teeth." Otherwise, oh, would have just murdered Murders him maram. right then. Take him there. Take him out. <laughs> sounds about, that was about right. So, but I wonder if, I wonder if coconut's the same way. Probably not. I think it's a fruit.
0: We're going to Google this. It's a fibrous, one-seeded droop. Droop. <laughs> What's a droop? <laughs> D R U P E also known
1: as a dry droop okay that doesn't that help. doesn't help me at all
0: when using loose definitions the coconut can be all three a fruit a nut and a seed jesus Ooh, allergy consult. sneeze
1: <laughs> that sounds reputable
0: unfortunately the answer is a little complicated isn't it always botanically the coconut is classified as a fruit more specifically it's a droop stop acting like people know, know what, what the fuck are. a droop is oh they're stone fruits still not helpful oh those are like nectarines and peaches also maggie's like is currently instagram <laughs> <laughs> but she was making like a confused face which also went with the question but i was like <laughs> wow she's really overreacting to this oh, nut fruit question um But anyway, so yeah, it's confusing. That's the that's the answer. If you have a tree nut allergy, you should discuss adding coconut to your diet with us first. Us being the, the sneeze doctors, <laughs> the sneeze doctors. <laughs> so reach what out to the sneeze that? doctors if you have questions.
1: We haven't even started talking about animals. No, uh-uh.
0: <laughs> we've only been talking about nuts and what may not be and droops and droops. We've learned something hey, new already, though. That's
1: actually pretty useful. I, I think, think so. I'm into it.
0: They <laughs> just go to droops like people know what the fuck that is.
1: Fuck is a droop.
0: Get out of here. <gasps> but. Tell me. I'm excited for my animal.
1: Oh, I'm always
0: excited for my animal. Do we want to play the game? Um, I have an intro because I, well, actually, yes. Okay. I mean, I always want to play the game. Play the game. Let's do it. Okay. So this is your clue.
1: Okay. Are you ready? No.
0: This is either the smallest big cat or the largest small cat.
1: Oh, Okay, so I'm... Uh, can you tell me what continent it's found on?
0: Mm-hmm. Asia.
1: Uh-oh. I'm not going to know it. <gasps>
0: <gasps> there are, well, first of all, did you know there are like 20 different species of cat throughout India?
1: No. There are so many. I had no idea. And they're so cool. This um, one you can find there. <laughs> this one you By can... By the way, you can, can find it in, India. It in India. And uh, throughout the Southeast Asia. small cat... Nope, I or the don't. The smallest big cat. I don't think I'm gonna know it. Not with those clues, anyway.
0: But you will know when I tell you because it's also found at the National Zoo.
1: Okay, I give up. The clouded leopard. Oh, damn it. Shit. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> oh, that's a really cool cat, isn't
0: it? Oh my god, and it's so cute. And it's beautiful, oh, guys. freaking beautiful. The clouded leopard or Neophilus nebulosa. And I didn't look up exactly what that means but i think neophilus means neo is new, new. philus is cat. cat new cat mm-hmm. and then nebulosa um i'm pretty sure this means is like like aren't nebulous clouds a thing
1: nebulous cloud ne- nebulous ne- neb- nebulous i mean it sounds like a, a cloud nebula and nebulous those are space terms maybe i yeah, think clouds, it's a type of cloud, cloud yeah okay
0: uh, don't quote me on that.
1: But- I studied clouds in school in in like middle school. How do I not know this nebula? Come on. I know um, cumulonimbus.
0: Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of.
1: Oh, hazy. <gasps> See, hazy, like cloudy. I, we knew this. I, it's all the I drugs didn't. I'm on right now. I swear to God. I knew what this meant. I this is stupid. Nebulous. <laughs> I, I use the word in sentences all the time at work. When I come up with like a creative strategy, I'm like, oh, this is a little bit nebulous right now, but this is my idea. I'm going to pitch Maggie. it to you. This was your chance. This was this your time was, to shine. This was my chance you to failed. act like I know what I'm doing. Ugh, Jesus. You don't.
0: You just don't. I don't. But no. So this is, like I said, a wild cat that is found in India, but it's found at the foothills of the Himalayas and throughout Southeast Asia and Southern China. And when I said it's the smallest big cow or the largest small cat, mm-hmm. technically it's a small cat. So there are two family, main families of cats. So there's pantherinae and felinae okay um and panthera are our big cats so those are tigers and lions and leopards and like mm-hmm. kind of those big
1: charismatic cats you think of <laughs> you said tigers and lions and i thought you were gonna end with and bears oh my <laughs> <laughs> might as well <laughs> and
0: then Felinae is our much smaller cats so mm-hmm. those are like fishing cats are in there and ocelots, ocelots yeah they're cool so these guys have a lot in common with bigger cats and Panthera, but they actually diverged from Panthera Panthera six million years ago. Whoa! But they are the largest of the small cats. That's pretty dope. So in terms of their description, like we had said. They're so cute. And that's what I started with is they're so cute. I was, when I was doing my research, there was like a whole paragraph that was just describing their, like their, their pattern, like their spot pattern oh, cool. because they have like dark gray fur and then they have like this dusky kind of blotch pattern, which is where clouded comes from because yeah. they're just kind of, they're like spotted, but they're not like spot spots. And then like they have black spots on their head and the back of their ears, mm-hmm. but then like they kind of diverge in all these different patterns. Oh, They're just so kind beautiful. Of fabulous yeah if you would say that that might be yeah. how you describe it yeah. <laughs> but these are also cute i love like short and stout animals yes i also often define my middle sister as short and stout <gasps> and i i don't know if she knows that or not she's just shorter than than me she's about to know. i'm the i'm the giant child in our family so i like to make fun of her for being the shortest when she's closer in size to with my mom and my other sister but anyway so they have kind of short stout legs they're mm-hmm. like thicker yeah, i guess yeah um and they have big broad paws oh those paws are adorable right they just they very much have like a perpetual kitten kind of look they do they actually have these really big eyes and like mm-hmm. they're kind of compact um they always look like they might maybe grow a little bit more yeah cool. their hind legs are actually longer than their front legs um kind of like is, a
1: capybara
0: yeah, <laughs> this is better for leaping, unlike a capybara. <laughs> Not quite the
1: same. Throwback to season one, if you remember um, <laughs> the capybara. It's a good triathlete of uh, South yeah. America. But yeah, these protein. guys have uh, yeah
0: longer back legs because it's better for like leaping, climbing, jumping, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. They actually only weigh between 11.5 and 23 kilograms, so 25 to 51 pounds. Okay. So really, they're like Ollie-sized. Ollie's 31 pounds. Wow. So they're not super big. They're pretty lightweight. Females vary in length with their body length being 68.6 to 94 centimeters or 27 to 37 inches with a tail 61 to 82 centimeters, 24 to 32 inches. And the males tend to be larger, not by much. I'm not going to read more lengths.
1: But yeah, so they're like,
0: they're kind of Ollie size. I should measure Ollie so I can compare better. Also, no one knows how big Ollie is based on pictures. They always (laughs) think he's bigger when they meet him. They're like, wait, why is he so small? But some two things. There's a lot of things that are cool about clouded leopards. One, they're cute. (laughs) Two, they're really cute. But they have two really cool attributes. Mm -hmm. One is they have these super cool ankles.
1: They have super cool what? Ankles. Ankles. uh, What did you think I said? I don't know. The way you said it, it was like ankles. Ankles. I wasn't
0: sure. Um, No. Don't you always like look at an animal's ankles to see how cool they are? (coughs) (laughs) I broke Maggie. I broke Maggie with my stupid question.
1: (laughs) That's the first thing I look at. Right?
0: Totally. I guess in most cats, the ulna and the radius is fused. But in these guys, it's not, which gives them a greater range of motion. So it allows their oh. their ankle, allows their foot to like rotate, rotate 180 degrees. There is, oh, I wrote it somewhere else. And there's a word for this. It's called, let me know if you've heard of it, supination.
1: <laughs> supination? Supination. Sup- have you heard of it? No, but I think that's probably that's how I would guess it's pronounced. Supination? not sup (laughs) like supine maybe yeah
0: yeah but so that basically means that they can rotate their ankles capable of supination supination what did we just have as bust
1: soup soup
0: supination but yeah so they because the the ulna and the radii aren't fused they can turn them which makes it really cool because they're one of the only species that is known to climb headfirst down trees
1: really yeah really i thought most leopards did that They don't?
0: I don't think they really climb down trees. They jump out of trees. Hmm. Listen, don't at me. (laughs) This is what it says. Do you
1: remember when I texted you one day and I was like, hey, you just tweeted something and you said don't at me. What does that mean? Yes. And
0: I was like, oh, my God, you're so old. I am. It's true. Oh, my God, I I was in a meeting. With one of my favorite people at work. And she called it the YouTube. She's like, well, what does it do on the YouTube? Oh, God. And I was like, how old are you? Oh, God, I'm not that She's bad like, yet. I heard it when I said it. Ugh. This supination, supination <gasps> allows them to climb a greater range of motion in climbing trees and allows them to climb down trees head first. That's cool. So that was number one cool thing. Remember, I said that there were two cool things. Well, you did say that they were cute and really cute. yeah and then i said there might be three cool things things. so four things total two of them being that they're cute so they have giant ass teeth so they're often referred to as the modern day saber tooth
1: because they actually
0: have the largest canines in proportion to their body size so these guys got big ass teeth so they're super cute but also like super scary Mm -hmm. they're just like
1: I laughed before I could finish saying
0: Ah. it. Um, And then I read also that they can open their mouth at a hundred degree angle. I'm looking
1: at a photo currently of it opening its mouth, which
0: like now I want. And it says
1: "deadly cute." That's exactly what it says, right? Me in a couple words.
0: (laughs) No. Um, Now I really want to know how far I can open my
1: mouth. I I have played that game with my friends before. As Ashley opens her mouth as wide as she can. Do you have a protractor? I don't have a protractor <laughs> handy. Damn it. But I will say a fun game, kids, is uh, try to get your whole mouth around a beer can.
0: <laughs> yeah, kids. Children. Children. 12-year-olds, please. Party <laughs> trick. Yeah, but so they got these big mouth with these big-ass teeth, and they're just super cool. Wow. So a little bit about their behavior. Yeah, let's hear it. So these guys are pretty, pretty cat-like. So they're mainly solitary. They're arboreal, so they spend a lot of time in trees. They're pretty rare, secretive, and mainly nocturnal. Like lots of leopards, yeah. But I will say it's important to point out that they're actually pretty distant from right leopards. I think a lot of
1: I think a lot of arboreal cats are. Secretive. Yeah. Put it that way.
0: They just like to hang out in the trees and not be near people. And I'm like, I'm right there with you. They can easily jump up to 1.2 meters or 3.9 feet high. That seems short. It's not that impressive. But no. given how tall they are,
1: or yeah, they're kind of small. So maybe that's impressive. Yeah. Oh.
0: And I think that's more, I wonder if it's a jump or a leap. Or like, like it's just like straight up. Bing! Uh, They have a a range of vocalizations, but they're pretty cat-like with short, high-pitched meow calls and loud crying calls. So in terms of diet, they eat meat. They're carnivores. Um, They stalk their prey. They also will wait for the prey to come to them, take advantage of it. In uh, Thailand specifically, where you can find clouded leopards, here are some of the things they eat. They've been observed preying on southern pigtailed macaque, Indian hog deer bengal slow loris Asiatic brush-tailed porcupine, Malayan pangolin, Mm. and Birdmore's ground squirrel. Mainly I wanted to read that because of all the fun animal names. (laughs) Oh my gosh,
1: I was just going to say, I bet most people listening right now don't know what half of those animals are, which is actually kind of cool. So we got a monkey, we got a deer, a little
0: deer, we got uh, the slow loris. I feel like people have probably seen videos of slow loris. We got porcupines, but an Asiatic brush-tailed porcupine, it's not your traditional porcupine. Porculine, porcupine. We got pangolins, which are super rare. And I'm surprised neither of us have yeah. not covered them. But think of sandrews from Pokemon. There's your pangolin. Um, and then a different species of squirrel. It's just not, you know, your eastern... Gray squirrel. Gray squirrel. But yeah, I just think I love... That's pretty cool. We should do a whole episode where you, like, compare, like, the different squirrels of different continents.
1: Oh, my gosh. Or like, seeing, like, should things actually. that are similar. squirrels are
0: like, on... Uh, uh, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> Squirrel is just an example, but we can do a whole episode just on squirrels. <laughs> 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 what we'll, we'll a squirrely episode!
1: Squirrelly. Yeah. So they their
0: diet's pretty pretty common. In terms of their conservation, they are IUCN listed as vulnerable. Mm. Oh, um, okay. So there are a couple things that go against these guys. I think one of the big things is that they're one of the smaller cats. So although they're super cute they're not like tigers so basically if they're the way they're protected is if they live somewhere where tigers are protected
1: oh and they kind of benefit um, off of that what is that called we talked about tigers
0: are umbrella species umbrella species yes so if you're protecting tiger habitat and these guys happen to live there they're safe but because Mm -hmm. they're so secretive and so small they don't get quite as much attention yeah So the main things that these guys suffer from habitat loss, large scale deforestation, commercial poaching and the wildlife trade, their skin, their claws, their teeth are usually used for decoration and clothing in terms of trade. Often their bones and meat are used as substitutes for tigers being used in traditional Asian medicines. Uh. So if they can't find tigers, they find these guys. And then they're often, again, they're super cute. So I don't think it should be surprising that they're often involved in the pet trade. God damn it. Which is super sad. Um, exotic pets are not cool people. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. These guys are CITES Appendix 1 listed and they're protected over most of their range though. So they are Okay. Hunting is banned in most of the countries they're found in. So Bangladesh, China, India, Malaysia, uh, Myanmar, Nepal, Taiwan, Thailand, and Vietnam. Hunting is banned. In the United States, although they don't live here, they are protected under the Endangered Species Act. So that way they can't be treated um, in part or in whole. So in case you want to celebrate these guys, and there is an International Clouded Leopard Day. It's celebrated August 4th, and it is celebrated each year since August 4th 2018 so we're two years in yeah but let so we can throw a party next august for clouded leopards one thing that's a big part of clouded leopard conservation are captive breeding programs to bring their numbers back up so in the 1970s, they had there was an international stud book that was initiated. So what that means oh. is that there's a lot of and this applies. I don't. I'm in no way an expert, but there's a lot of these stud books that are kept for different species. Yeah. Where zoos and institutions will keep track of what pairs are breeding with what
1: to keep the keep genetic a, diversity. Up. Yeah.
0: So they want to make sure that no one that's too genetically similar are yeah. breeding together. Cool. So they have one of those in Africa. In Action for clouded leopards, so that way that they can increase their genetic diversity and bring their numbers up. The most recent number that I had was of as of 2014. But as of 2014, there were 64 institutions that kept kept clouded leopards. Okay, one of them being the National Zoo, which here in in DC. For for a while, the exhibit was closed because they didn't. I don't think they have one, but I think they have one now. Oh we should
1: check it out we should check it out we
0: let's do, do it Cause so so cool. um but yeah so those are our clouded leopards i think in order if you want to you know conserve them in your own way like i said deforestation is a big thing so know where your wood comes from people
1: for sure um
0: that's always a big thing great but yeah so those are super cute they are feisty,
1: adorable big
0: little cats
1: big little cats
0: that's <laughs> like big little eyes I, big know, little I know i know <laughs>
1: Um, i love it thanks yay. for teaching
0: me about the clouded leopard you're welcome and i think uh, i was like i almost wanted to do it so i watched we had a preview at work of this wild cats of india series and i just wanted to do all of the cats but oh, this one was one i did cool the palace cat is also one you should look up because it's so cute the what cat palace cat palace cat. p-a-l-l, P-A-L-L. it lives in the in india Oh, there it is. There's a, it's one of the, there's a video of a cat like. Oh my it's, God. Yeah. What? All right. Well, I was going to maybe do this one later, but <laughs> oh.
1: how do you spell it? P-A-L-L-A-S apostrophe S cat. Paulus' cat. Yeah. Paulus' cat. Guys. And these guys
0: are super, no one knows about them and they're super rare. So I think my main thought was I wasn't going to find a lot on them, but there is a video. False's cat of a camera trap where it like
1: pops its head out of a rock
0: and then disappears but then pops its head up in front of the camera.
1: It's so funny. Okay, I want one of us to do that. Also, while we're ta- while we're talking about rare-ish, unheard of animals that are we don't know much about. Mm-hmm. An animal that kind of looks like this is the Tibetan fox. Do you know what that is? I feel like it sounds familiar. It's the first thing Google prompts me with because google's listening oh yeah they look they're so fucking serious they look <laughs> they just have like
0: they look like somebody did a poor photoshop job on a fox. i know okay they, like tried to photoshop
1: I, think, I i think i know what my next animal is oh my god
0: to they're so weird like, looking oh my god they it just looks like somebody tried to like photoshop a human's face on <laughs> onto a fox's <laughs> body Oh and, like, God. I guess they nailed
1: it because it's right, but it's so wrong. It really just it looks really, like, either concerned or just over it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, cool. Well, we've got some animals <laughs> lined so up crazy. for next episode. Apparently. Okay, so are you ready to hear my animal? Always. All right, I'll give you, I think, is a pretty good hint. That wasn't a sentence. I will give you a pretty good hint. Uh-huh. Um it's the national bird of Kenya and Botswana.
0: Kenya and Botswana.
1: Is it big or small? Small.
0: Is it the lilac breasted roller? Sure is! <gasps> I was
1: like, I was like, just think of the prettiest bird you saw in Africa. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because <laughs> these things are fucking oh, gorgeous oh my gosh
1: so we both picked really pretty animals this week yeah um oh, the the, li- beauty the beauty episode mm. uh this is the lilac breasted roller or courageous caudatus <gasps> oh Ca- caudatus roughly meaning tailed and oh. that's because they do have long tails Beautiful. um so, the lilac breasted roller is one of the most colorful members of the Koritsidae family. That means the roller birds. Oh, they get that name. Rolling, rolling. <coughs> they are. That's exactly what they do. So, they get their they name sing rollers. Poorly? They Into sang. a microphone? Yes.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: It's because they do a lot of swoops and dives and turns and tumults oh, through the air. Gotcha. So, so like acrobatic rolling. Exactly. But these birds, they are absolutely stunning. To me, they look like just a rainbow yeah. flying by if you ever get to see them. They're they've got this unmistakable appearance. I'm gonna try to describe their colors. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a photo of one so I can instead of reading my notes. You me just describe them. I'm just going to describe it, yeah. Okay, so they have this unmistakable appearance, and they are so brightly colored. Uh, their face is kind of cream colored. Their head is green. On their cheeks, they've got like a reddish-pinkish purple. And then their neck and chest or breast is lilac or purple. <laughs> their stomach is turquoise. Their wings are kind of tawny but also royal blue and then they've got some white streaks on on them and then the ends of their wings are dark blue slash kind of blackish Ugh. and then the underside of their wings are more turquoise. So I just listed like eight colors, I think. Yeah, I
0: think I was like, is she still describing the same
1: bird? What is all of these different colors? Oh. You have to look it up because it is, it is so beautiful. It's and gorgeous. it's it's beautiful when it's sitting. And then it's beautiful if you see it flying overhead. And it's a different looking bird at each time because of all the different colors. And, and I, say, I love
0: the color palette. It's all very like it all works too. It does. It Major does. Nature just knows how to make it work. It's so amazing.
1: The so genders cute. are similar though, so both male and female will look this beautiful. <gasps> uh, how big are they? They are like fourteen <laughs> inches, which is twenty-eight to thirty centimeters. That's pretty big. With much yeah. bigger than I thought that they yeah, were. Yeah, they are. They are. And then they've got a wingspan of twenty to twenty-three inches, or roughly fifty to fifty-eight centimeters. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. much bigger
0: than I thought they were. They
1: are. And it makes them really easy to pick out when they're flying by because you can easily see them. Yeah. Which is cool.
0: I was just uh, definitely thinking like house sparrow size. Which no. is like 100% not like, true. Like smaller than your hand. <gasps> I yeah. like them even more now that they're bigger. Yeah, they are.
1: <gasps> not um, that I don't like small birds. <laughs> right, right, right. Hummingbirds are great. <laughs> but the, they're still pretty light. They're like 3.7 to maybe 4 pounds at most. Oh, Babies. And let's see. What? Let's talk about their habitat. Sure, let's do that. <laughs> let's do it. They Come prefer on. open woodland and grassland habitat. Now, mm. open woodland, so like woody and trees, yeah. Sparse, sparsely scattered trees, not like a forest. Yeah, I think it's just important to think like,
0: yeah, not forest, but not desert. Right. Like, there's still trees for them think to of, land
1: on. I'm thinking of African grasslands where there are a lot of trees peppered around, mm-hmm. but it's not... Completely open. It's
0: not known for its trees. Right. But like (laughs) trees are available.
1: Exactly. So they use those scattered trees to perch and hunt, but also to find their nests, which I'll get into in a little bit more. Where are they found? So they are found. They're actually widespread throughout Southern Africa, south of the Congo River Basin, and as far north as Ethiopia there are two subspecies that don't actually overlap. Oh, um, but yeah, they're they're kind of all over, which is really neat. Uh, all over Africa, I should yeah. say. They don't migrate, but they are nomadic, oh. which is kind of like me. I think I'm never in one place for too long. Yeah. And they are so because they uh, they move to find the best food sources during times of drought. They are solitary or found in pairs. Sometimes they're with a family unit in the winter months. Aww. Winter not being what we know it to, as, as we do in North Cute. America. But it's also funny because another source in my research said that they're never alone. So that completely contradicts what I just said. Well... Uh, I did find that source to be less credible, though. So I'm going <laughs> to stick with solitary or found in pairs, sometimes in a family union. I like it. As I mentioned earlier, all rollers, including the lilac-breasted, are known for their acrobatic agile flight. Can I ask, how many, are there a lot of species of rollers? I, I know that there are le- at least three. I uh-huh. know that there are more than that. Gotcha. And they well, but
0: they don't exist in... North America, do they? No. They're just, are they
1: only African? And then some of them it migrate ish. up into Eurasia gotcha. or or Europe. But they're not in our hemisphere. Nope. No, they are not. Damn it. In addition to their beautiful plumage that I mentioned, they have long tail streamers that are actually <gasps> used as rudders while flying. Oh, damn. And it helps them to create those beautiful aerial acrobatics. <gasps> that was a word. No, it, it was. It was. Um, it's just a
0: longer word than usual.
1: It was. I took my time while saying it. I think that's good. What do they eat? They eat a lot of things and they're actually quite uh, predatory. Oh, really? They will eat insects, lizards, scorpions, snails, amphibians, rodents, even small birds. Oh, damn. Yeah, hot damn. Like I oh, love my. that they are aggressive. I, They'll just Again, beautiful but dangerous. That's uh that's, that's me. Theme. That that's it. <laughs> We're both like that's us. That's, that's us. It. We're, We're so NFL cute, but don't fuck with us. Exactly. So the way that they hunt, they'll be perching on a tree or a pole and they'll just dive bomb bugs as they come up from the tall grasses or they'll find insects walking on the ground and then the way they kill it is they will beat it against a rock before swallowing it whole.
0: Uh but, what? Yeah, do Not it. me. <laughs> Um, that's insane have you seen maybe quick side story There are these birds i think they're shrikes oh. that impale their food on yes! giant cactus yes! it's the coolest thing now i have another animal i want to do they're what are they shrikes yeah i think so i'm really impressed with myself yeah so this bird I don't know if it's all strikes it's definitely it looks like loggerhead strikes mm-hmm. is famous for impaling its food like on these big thorns and then coming back and like eating it later but just look up loggerhead uh, it looks like loggerhead strike it looks like there's other strikes that also do it so birds as cute as they are and as teeny as they may seem can be
1: they can be fucking crazy they can be on the other hand uh, birds of prey like hawks will eat rollers so they are threatened by uh-huh. by other birds we're in the middle of that food web yeah they are they're believed to be monogamous meaning they mate for life and the male courtship is what you would imagine for such a beautiful bird they're not a oh. bird of paradise but you know you've, you've probably seen or heard of Birds of Paradise on uh, planet Earth mm-hmm. or our planet and these crazy wacky dances that they do. Well, the rollers do that, but in the air. I was going
0: to say, I feel like they don't have as much of like a display per se, but it's this whole like
1: routine. It is. It is. So they'll they'll swoop up, they'll swoop down, they they will move in certain patterns and then they'll make a noise, which is compared to a steam train. Oh. I've also heard it described as a... Zack! <laughs> all right so i don't know much about steam trains i don't think they, I make don't make that think noise. they go
0: zach <laughs> also who's zach why why are the rollers why? pissed at him i don't understand <laughs> sounds like an old like a uh, Zach, get in here
1: um another cool thing about the the rollers the lilac breasted rollers is that um i mentioned they will live in trees they make their nests there yeah. what they actually do is they will usurp other birds nests <gasps> which I think is pretty dope because they're like, Damn. this is our land. This is mine um, now. And then they will aggressively defend their territory. Fuck Again, yeah. kind of like me. Like... I'm gonna just take this. It's so it's you weren't the
0: original person in this apartment.
1: I was not the original person in this apartment. <laughs> he is currently down in the storage unit. Oh God! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now he confesses. They lay two to four eggs per brood, mm-hmm. and they incubate for about 24 days, or whenever the they're ready to go. Whenever, well, whenever they're finished cooking. Whenever they're like, I'm mm, good. I'm good. So even after the chicks leave the nest. They depend on quote-unquote parental care for up to a month. Once again, like me, I've left the nest, but I often depend on parental care. (laughs) Fair. We all do. We all do. I'm a millennial. I do. So let's see. They are not endangered, which is great. Yes. But poaching for the pet trade is an issue. That's because they're just so Uh, beautiful. The same thing. Same issue as like the clouded leopard. Uh, one neat adaptation that they have is that they have learned to capitalize on wildfires <sighs> in that when bugs and insects, that's the same thing. Um, Not necessarily. Well, when the prey... <laughs> I have an that, entomologist
0: friend who would beg who would, to differ. What's the difference? I don't, I don't... I'll send me a message
1: so He I follows can us follow, on, on he Twitter. He does. On, He's gonna love Instagram. this shout-out. <laughs> My annoyed shout-out. Please and insects are different. Let us know what the difference is. Thanks. Not gonna remember it, but please let us know. Anywho, during a wildfire, when the prey that they consume are like bouncing out of the grasslands and trying to escape the flames, <gasps> they will catch it. Damn! They'll fly along the fire's edge and just gorge themselves. Man, so silver line. Once again, these birds are fucking fearless.
0: Fly I love the, I
1: love these birds. I want to be a lilac-breasted roller. Yes. I do. They don't mind humans getting near them, but they choose not to live anywhere near human development. Fair. I am also the same way. Let's see. I mentioned how that ro- how rollers got their names. It's for their mating displays. Oh, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So they after they display courtship in the air. If they have done so successfully, they will then mate in the air. Oh. That sounds really sexy. cool.
0: Yeah. Sexy. <laughs> He's like, I'm into it. I'm I into it. Think,
1: think the wine's getting to me. A little <laughs> bit about these. Sure, it's
0: not the Tylenol type.
1: <laughs> might be the Benadryl. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Oh. Some cool folklore associated with the lilac-breasted mm-hmm. roller. Um, it's considered to be a symbol of peace and kings in ancient Africa would often sacrifice it to celebrate the end of a war. They'd sacrifice a, a well, roller? Like, breasted roller? Yeah. That's a bummer. But it is a bummer, but I feel like it could be worse.
0: It, it could.
1: I don't know how they would catch it, though. That's frankly yeah. uh, a, a At that point, I
0: guess I'm just impressed.
1: The Zulus, which are a South African tribe, they would use chains or ropes made from the feathers of a lilac breasted roller to test a young couple's compatibility. Oh. If a couple wanted to marry, they they would be tied together with this feathery chain, mm-hmm. and if the chain broke, then they couldn't get married. <gasps> isn't that isn't that just silly?
0: That does seem pretty silly. But who knows, maybe it's <laughs> Maybe it's legit. Maybe it is. I don't believe in love anyway, so it's um, fine.
1: another indigenous tribe, the Venda. They live along the border of South Africa and Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. They have made wedding rings from mm. the birds' feathers. Mm. That would I would like that. That's cute. That's and then cute. the Afrikaners, who descend from Dutch settlers of South Africa, they have made. Wedding dresses decorated with the rollers feathers. I
0: hope it's like uh we found the feathers that fell off and we're not killing the and not just like plucked. rollers. I hope
1: not. Actually, that would be a really cool thing to find on the on the grassland, the open grassland of I lion. like breasted roller.
0: Well, especially because you could find like I feel like you could just keep finding feathers and you would like they would look like they were from different birds. You I find know a turquoise feather, then you find a, a purple, purple feather, feather, then a cream colored feather, then and a, a green, green feather. I know. It'd be
1: insane. It'd be be a
0: weird ass scab the the lilac-breasted
1: roller feather scavenger hun. That would be a fun game. Twenty twenty. Let's Let's do do it. it. Let's go. I'm down. That's our trip. So then lastly, just a cool news article that I read was that not too long ago, a fossilized feather. I like how in my notes I wrote a fossiled feather. Close. Fossilized feather from an ancient bird was found, and it sheds light on the color hues of birds of the past. (gasps) turns out that this bird was an ancestor to the Roller family of birds, and it was recovered in Germany. (gasps) Oh, so it just shows how these birds, I guess, in their nomadic tendencies. Yeah, just kind of moved around the planet. Hmm. Oh, I or I should say how, the eastern hemisphere. How,
0: I wonder how you tell color from a fossil. There must uh, it be was some kind of like... it
1: was so petrified or, oh, or really? preserved that they were nice. able. It was the color was still.
0: Was bad. it an amber like Jurassic Park? It might have been. I stopped been reading.
1: Cool. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> So, like I said, they're not endangered, but they are uh, quite widespread throughout Africa. If you are headed to southern Africa, I do recommend keeping your eyes out for them because they are so beautiful. They're easy to spot. When I was in Kenya earlier this year, I went with one of my girlfriends who knows nothing about birds. By the end of the trip, she was pointing out different bird species. And it was because they're just so easily captivating. Oh, so, so totally good. recommend seeing them or or something. They're so cool. Yeah.
0: I would say in general, if you're going someplace new, become a birder before you go.
1: So You will not true.
0: regret it because there are like something like 4000 species of mammal which granted I love mammals, but most of them are pretty hard to see mm-hmm. where there are like 20,000 species of birds. And they're usually a lot easier to spot because they're in the air. So For sure. I, that was probably one of my biggest things looking back at, like, places I've been where I wasn't a birder or or when I mm-hmm. didn't go with, like, the intent to bird. Yeah. Because birds are fucking everywhere, and they're super cool. And
1: There's so many more bird species than there are mammals. Oh, my God. People.
0: So many more. And that's not to say mammals are less cool. Like, all, everything's awesome, but if you – want to know what you're seeing you're gonna see birds Mm -hmm. I think especially when I learned this sounds really silly but when I learned what a European starling is granted they're an invasive species and they're everywhere but they're actually really cool looking they are and once you learn to like really look at the birds around you you'll a realize how much diversity there is And then B just be like, oh, fuck, like I didn't realize like they're iridescent and spotted Mm -hmm. with these like bright yellow beaks. And then you learn about European
1: starlings that were brought here because of Shakespeare, because someone thought that was a good idea. Um, uh, but yeah, with starlings So they're actually really smart Yeah One of my girlfriends She has a little herb garden On her terrace On her apartment building And she noticed that A starling would come often And take her mint leaves And oh. so she did a little research And turns out that the starlings Use mint in their nests To keep insects and pests away Oh! Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. so she ended up getting an extra mint plant so that the starling could could have 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 one and she could have the other. That's
0: adorable. (laughs) Really adorable. But yeah, I think in general, I encourage everyone to become a birder to some degree or at least just learn to appreciate birds. Totally. It took me a really long time to appreciate birds and it wasn't until I was in Belize with an expert birder being like, "That's awesome. oh, this is fucking awesome. It is cool. But then I took that home with me and was like, oh, upstate New York
1: has... So many so cool birds. Many. Are we done? I think we're nearing the end.
0: We're definitely getting more concise, but like in a good way. In a good way.
1: I think that's fine. Yeah. I think I'm sure you guys appreciate right? it. They're you want to hear us God. talk forever. <laughs> they're like, okay, can we just uh, get on with it? Uh well, just a reminder, guys, we're animal enthusiasts, not scientists, so don't cite us in your academic papers no. or any kind of professional don't research. Do that. We just want you to get excited like we are. Clearly. We're clearly passionate. Even though after every episode I pretty much forget everything we talked about. It's fine. Remember. I always
0: remind it like remember it in like the weirdest of times. Yeah. Like, wait, we talked about
1: this. Yeah, I so the other day I was trying to remember something about Komodo dragons and I, I couldn't. I we should really re-listen to our own episodes. I will be doing that. Anyway guys, thanks for joining us. Tune in next time when we learn about more animals, their biology, habitat, threats they face, and what people are doing about it. <gasps> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>